Welcome to St. James Lutheran Church in Chicago. My name is Pastor Joel Hess, and it's my privilege to talk about Jesus and the hope and the peace we have in Him. Uh, please enjoy the following message, and if you like, uh, support the mission of God here in this area by going to our webpage, stjames-lutheran.org. Anxious and troubled about many things, but one thing is necessary. In the name of Jesus Christ, amen. One thing is necessary. What is that? If you could reduce Christianity to one thing, what would it be? It's actually amazing Jesus does this. When you think of Christianity, you think of a system of thought and a sophisticated, you know, a bunch of levers and pulleys, you know, and different doctrines and teachings and things you got to do. I think oftentimes people think of Christianity like that, um, like any other religion, like a, just a bunch of stuff you got to get down. Jesus reduces it to one thing. What do you think that is? Luke tells us that Jesus is on a journey. He's, he's uh, on his way, if you will. And like in all the Gospels, Jesus essentially is on a journey, a journey that begins at the cradle, and it goes to, well, I should say the journey begins before creation, even, Paul tells us in Ephesians. And that journey, though, goes to where? He's on his way to Jerusalem, to the cross for you, for me, and that empty tomb to leave it bankrupt, conquering sin and death. He's on this journey, and as he's going, he sees and he meets with people, and here he is coming into this village, Luke tells us. Um, and we don't know, you know, what's going on. He goes to this village, and Luke says, a woman named Martha welcomes him into her house, and, you know, does that mean that she just happened to hear about this and happened to hear about this Jesus? Is she just an innkeeper, um, you know, uh, providing rooms for people? That's what you see in the third world countries. Um, you know, you stop in there, and, and uh, you take a train, you take a plane in there, and, and oftentimes there's someone there saying, hey, come stay with me. Um, that's how it would be in Jesus' day. But probably Martha knows about this Jesus Maybe even Martha sees Jesus as this savior, as this prophet, as this hero. She's heard about the great things he has done. So, wow, maybe he'll come into my house. Welcome him, welcoming him into her house means um, taking care of him, right? Being the greatest host you can be. They would do that to anybody, but especially Jesus. What a great phrase when you think of uh, being a Christian. You welcome Jesus into your, into your house. Do we do that? Every day, welcome Jesus into my house, into my life. So Mary, Martha does this, uh, but Luke says she's got a sister called Mary. And uh, Mary, when Jesus comes in, just sits right at his feet. And with all the other disciples, there's probably at least the 12 are there, maybe others. And she's just sitting there and listening to his teaching. But Martha was distracted. Now, what a perfect phrase something maybe we can all relate to. Jesus is speaking, Martha is distracted. We can probably relate. What sort of distractions do you have when Jesus is speaking? He speaks, you know, through his pastors, through his word on Sunday. What distracts you from being there? It's amazing. <laughs> it's absolutely amazing. Uh, the devil can throw all kinds of things in our way from listening to Jesus on Sundays, but every day, hopefully, we attempt to do a devotion and, and, and read a psalm. 
but there's always these distractions. It's absolutely incredible. Um, it reminds me of uh, whenever I have like an important thing to do, one thing that I need to do, um, and it's coming up and there's a big deadline. For some reason, my office gets amazingly clean, right? It's amazing. I'll take a good thing and I'll uh, let that be a distraction from the thing I'm supposed to be doing. So if you ever see a clean office in my place, that means I'm supposed to be doing something else. Martha was distracted. What are you distracted by? What gets in your way? I think we immediately nowadays think of a million things. I mean, we think of America's progressed so much. We progress in so many different ways as civilization. I would say the number one thing we've progressed in is distractions. We are able to distract ourselves from, from everything, from having relationships, deep relationships, distracting ourselves, um, you know, from the important things of life, distracting ourselves from the terrible things in the world, how easily we can turn our head and be distracted by a movie or go shopping or avoiding these deep questions, how good we are at distracting. And my goodness, not only do we have all sorts of things going on, but my, we've got a phone that's right next to us. We bring it everywhere we go. We have a little distractor all the time where we can look up emails and we can stay in touch with work. I mean, what's distracting you right now? As you're listening to this message, you're probably thinking of this or this or this or this I got to do. And I think of family's distraction. We got a real issue nowadays, I think. If there's a challenge to Christianity in the modern world, it's not um, what one might say science. There's nothing wrong with science. It's not some new discovery that debunks the Christian claim of Jesus' resurrection. There's not new, a new philosophy that sort of wins out the day of an argument between Christianity and that, whatever it is. No, the challenge to Christianity in America is our distractions. The challenge to teaching our kids the faith, the hope and peace that's in Christ. The biggest challenge of doing that is the distractions that we, we subscribe to. Whether it's sports or it's music or all these things we want our kids to be involved in and do, 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 do. And we think are important. And, and, and I'm not saying they're bad at all. Not at all. I love sports. I love music. And I want my kids to excel at that. But these can become distractions to being in church, hearing his word, being in the word. We equate in our kids' eyes when we have all these other things going on and, and being in the word is just one of many. And oftentimes it loses the battle between other distractions. We send a message as to how important God's life-giving word is, don't we? What is your distraction? Think about that this week. And Lord, forgive us for being distracted by your words. But Martha's a different story. Luke says, Martha was distracted with much serving. Isn't that weird? And she goes up to Jesus and she says, Lord, don't you care that my sister's left me to serve alone? Tell her to help me, which I've heard so many times from my own kids. When you tell one of them to do something, how quickly they're like, well, what about this one, right? Isn't this perfect? But Martha's distracting by serving. And I think that's really weird. If you think of the essence of Christianity, oftentimes people will say, it's service, it's loving of your neighbors, doing good things, it's making a better community. And those are all fine things. But they can actually be distractions when the focus and the essence of Christianity is seen as doing good deeds of even serving, then we miss the one thing that's necessary. In this church, I have been pushing everyone to 
to uh, see the mission before us and starting new programs and getting people involved and getting people doing stuff, you know, and looking for new volunteers for this or that. And, and that's awesome. And it's great. And all the wonderful ideas that you've had and the, the possibilities of things that we get to do here at St. James, serving our community and one another. But I apologize if I've made it seem as if that is why we are the church, as if that is the essence of what it means to be a Christian, to be a part of St. James. I sincerely apologize, because it is not. Christianity, the essence of it, is actually not about giving. It's about receiving. What does Jesus say? The Lord answers Mary, or Martha, and says, Martha, Martha, you're anxious and troubled about many things, but one thing is necessary. What is it? Mary has chosen the good portion, which will not be taken away from her. There is one thing necessary to Christianity. It is not serving. It's not doing good works. It is receiving, complete receiving of Jesus and his words, his words of promise, his words of truth, his words that cut us down and show our faults, his words that blanket us and envelop us with forgiveness and give us life and tell us, you will rise again. You are forgiven. Receiving Jesus' words. Jesus and his words are the only thing that is necessary. It is the center of our faith. It is what gives us life. It's what gives us hope. It's the only thing that gives your kids life and hope. I like how Jesus says this. He says, you are anxious and troubled about many things. That's what all this doing does eventually. You're anxious and troubled about all these things. Have I done enough? Have I served enough? Is the house clean enough? Have I acted? Have I done enough good works? All these sort of things you become anxious and worried about. Only Jesus' words give us something for free that casts away all worry and gives us peace. We're worried about our sins. Jesus says, I forgive you. We're worried about, uh, are we a good enough person? Jesus says, I've done it all for you. We're worried about death. We're worried about hell. Jesus says, come to me, all you who are weary and heavy laden, worried and troubled and burdened by your sins and by life, and I will give you rest. Jesus and his words are the only thing that is necessary. They're the center of the faith. And they're the only thing that truly gives us life and hope and peace. That's why it's so important for our kids as we're raising them that they have these things. Because you know what? They're, they're going to fail at some point in school. They're going to fail at some point at work. They're going to fail at some point in their personal life and sin and relationships. We're all going to fail. But the good news and the one thing that cannot be taken away, as Jesus says, is the words of Jesus. You're going to be okay. You are forgiven. Whoever believes in me will never die, he says. Jesus and his words. That's why we exist as a church, is to give people these precious words, the words of life. And the good news is we are oftentimes distracted, <laughs> and we are. And I encourage you to break down those distractions and put those away and call them out by name and pray about it, absolutely. 
But the wonderful thing is this Jesus, he's not distracted. You cannot distract him. He was not distracted when he was, came down from heaven, was born. He was not distracted as he began that journey and hung out with sinners and broken down people. He was not distracted even as they whipped him and beat him and put him on the cross. Nothing could disturb him or distract him from his mission, and that is saving you. Laying it down on the cross, picking up again on the third day. And Jesus is not distracted when it comes to being your shepherd and grabbing you and taking you. And when you fall away, seeking you out and bringing you back, Jesus is not distracted. And that, again, is our hope. It's not in us and it's not in our good works or our deeds or our service, no matter how wonderful that is. Our hope and our peace is in one thing. It's what Jesus has come. Because Christ, this is ridiculous, Jesus is the great servant. Jesus is the one who serves us. There are two religions, really, Martha or Mary. Every other religion is a Martha. Every other religion has a list of things, and it's, it's, it's well-intentioned. Uh, there's a sense in every other religion, there's something wrong, there's something wrong with us, and there's God, he's far away, or heaven, or Nirvana, or what do you want to talk about it? But you need to do this, and this, and this, and this to reach that. And then there's the religion of Mary, who simply sits and receives all these things, heaven itself, through the words and the work of her Savior. In Jesus' name, amen.